What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning Joe Santagato. Do you know I almost said it? And I'm Joe Santagato, and today did you just yeah, like I almost said it out of like memory? Yeah, it's just like innate at this point. You know what? It's a little echoey. It's fine, but that's because your ceilings are freaking pretty the ceilings tall. Are really tall in this place. Um, yeah, the echo is a problem, I think. I can't hear it. I'm not wearing headphones. It's fine. I don't care. Um, wait, should we? Should I care? Do you think it's going to be a problem for listeners? No, nah, I think they'll be okay. We're talking loud enough. Okay. Um, so I'm at Joe Santagato's place. Never been here before. Um, should I give him the address? <laughs> 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 um, I walked in, and I think the first thing I said was like, yo, you're fucking rich. <laughs> It's not. It's not like crazy. No, it's like it's, a you're nice, making it seem like it's a fucking mansion. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's um, a very nice apartment, though. I am not going to. It's a nice at all. apartment. I'm um, never going to find an apartment this nice ever again. He showed me the rooftop area lounge, right? Whatever you'd call it. It's just dope. Like you have got a great view. Um, you're like an adult. I don't feel like it. Well, I said to you, I was like, "How old are you again?" I feel like I'm faking it. That's what I was saying to you earlier, because you act so like cool calm and collected and i'm just like a freaking three-year-old all no, over but the I, place i don't claim to be like an adult or like well i, I mean know. you of course but you you have your shit together meaning like for the you're moment, very I successful do. for being 25 and it's just great but it's just funny because i like walk into your apartment and um i'm like oh yeah you're like a full-fledged adult but i have like a full house basically now yeah. like it's an apartment but um yeah i have it's it's a two bedroom but then there's a whole finished attic so it's like a lot more room right and i feel like i even feel i'm like oh my god i have an adult house this is nuts <laughs> it's nice it makes me feel good you and i are both so tired we just uh so joe asked me to be on the basement yard so we yeah. ju- we just had a lot of energy coming out for that one and i feel like now we're just I'm like running on four hours of sleep so it's really it's yeah i'm tired it was a lot because also like he had a Joe has a camera crew that comes to put it on. What's the place called? Full screen. So it was like when cameras are on me, I get even more extra. Yeah. So I was like, I was rapping and talking about aliens and then pterodactyl porn. It was all <laughs> over the place. I was, yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about some things, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, we were kind of talking about this before we started recording. So I want to talk about, um, we were talking about like open relationships and whether or not we think they work. And of course for some people they're going to work and for, for some people they're not. I don't think that they would work for me. I get very jealous in the moment I have not the moment, but pretty much when I start having sex with someone, I get attached, you know, like Mm -hmm. I, and I, there have been so many times where I've tried not to, like, I'm like this time I'm going to go in it and I'm going to be like, I don't know what the word would be. Like, I'm going to be like a dude. Is it always sex or is like, can you like, blow a guy and why would i ever just blow a guy i don't know that's no people i do don't that. do shit like that people just blow 
I'm not, that sounds like zero fun. I will blow a dude, but it's still going to end in me coming somehow. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd be the crankiest person. Yeah, let me just swallow your semen for fun. She, you, what's with the fucking vulgarness? Oh, yeah. You I, know what? I mean, listen, I curse a lot. Shut up, You Joe. said swallow my seed. What'd you say? Seed? Well, now I'm not going to I didn't say seed, although I wish I had. That's beautiful. <laughs> whatever we were just talking about the nastiest shit on your podcast and all of a sudden you're a fucking mormon um (laughs) so i'm so tired right now um uh, oh yeah so open relationships so so this is what you and i were kind of saying which i think is an interesting thing that i'm thinking a lot about is um and this is a quote from actually an amazing woman in um, a society of souls the school i'm in she she has this quote where she says true intimacy is freedom And I think it's something that I'm really trying to wrap my head around and understand where it's like most relationships are not necessarily based on that concept. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, these are the rules. This is how I want you to live. Um, Do do you know what I mean? Like, it's not about, and you were kind of just saying this, it's not necessarily about actually the other person's happiness. Like everyone says, oh, I just want you to be happy. But do they actually mean it? Right. when When I have this conversation, like, that's what I tell people. I'm like, usually when people are dating, like, their girlfriend or boyfriend will say something like, I just want you to be happy. And I think for the most part, they mean they just want you to be happy as long as you're with them. They're very possessive. And I'm not like that because I, when I say I just want you to be happy, I mean that. Like in any aspect of what it is, I'm, I'm supposed to support you. You know what I mean? That's why I have a good relationship with all of my exes because if I took the time out of my life to be like, I want to share this time with you I care about you you know what I mean I'm going to care about you like I don't care what you did or whatever like you know what I mean like people you love you just love that you care about and if you think I'm not going to make you as happy as possible then you should not be with me yeah and I'm just going to have to get over that you know what I mean and you're going to find someone new like you can swear up and down that this person's your soulmate but what are the chances that people actually find their quote-unquote soulmate there's billions of people. They, they could be living in Sri Lanka right now. You know what I mean? So it's like you will find someone new. If someone on the other end feels like you aren't exactly what they want or you're not exactly making them happy in every single category, then... Well, can anyone really make you happy in every single category? In most, in, in enough, ca- in the important ones to them. Yeah. Yeah, you, there's there's certain ones that have to they have to check off, and obviously you may. I'm not saying you have to have a per- perfect relationship. That's never going to happen. But what I'm saying is there's certain categories that everyone needs to hit. Yeah. For in order for it to work, and then the other ones you kind of just compromise and you sacrifice some things, and that's fine. You make it work. But there are certain you know check marks that you got to hit, and if you don't hit all of them, then you got to go. What are your check marks? I, I don't know. I well, think, think it's about just, it. <laughs> I, okay, I would need like an, like a days to think about it. It's it's. I feel like it's more feeling than mm. it is like oh oh they need to be funny they need blah blah blah. You know? Well, I definitely would need someone to be funny. I love like I know it sounds. I think everyone needs someone to, they can like, right. laugh with. That's what I mean. Shit. But like you know, I'm weird and I have a pretty out there sense of humor, so I want someone who can keep up and not just be like, "What you're weird," you know what I mean? Like. I want someone I can be myself with. And that's a pretty obvious one. But um, I can say some pretty out there shit. So someone who would be judgmental of what I'm saying would not work for me. Yeah. But I I truly feel that way. So when I say, when I tell people like, I just want you to be happy. If if they feel like I'm not the thing that makes them the most happy, 
that's fine. You know what I mean? Because I love you. I care about you. I want you to be happy. I mean that. I'm not possessive. I still want to be in your life, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if someone... Because I've had that happen before and where, you know, I'm with a girl and it's just not working out and I know that she cares about me. You know what I mean? And like, whatever. And it doesn't work out between us and she starts dating other people. I still want to be like in your life. Like, yeah. I want to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just very different when it comes to that shit. A lot of people are like, don't talk to your exes. And um, if you talk to your ex about people you're dating or whatever, then it's like weird and, and, and uh, you're torturing them or whatever. I'm like the complete opposite. Like, tell me about it. I want to know about your happiness. I want to be happy for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm super real with them in in that aspect there was a girl who i was seeing for a year or whatever and it just didn't work out between us she you know and she was the one that kind of made the decision where she was kind of like you know this is this isn't exactly what i want she didn't necessarily say it or go about that way but i can get that feeling and you know it just didn't work out but we were cool afterwards for a really long time and I still to this day, if I if I called her on the phone right now, it would we wouldn't miss a beat. Like it would be fine, you know what I mean? Um, I don't feel that uh, deep attraction to her anymore, for whatever reason. But because I I think you just like learn from all your yeah. relationships of what you like, what you don't like, whatever. But yeah, I'm 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 all about just being like yeah, I care about this person. You know what I mean? I'm, that's just not gonna stop. I don't know how people do that. I think people just jump into relationships and they don't, whatever, they say I love you because you're supposed to say that to people you've been with for five months or six months or whatever they, you know, whatever the quota everyone thinks you're supposed to hit. Uh, but if I tell you I love you and I want you to be happy, I I mean that. Like, to me, and it sounds crazy for me to say it and most people would like cringe even at hearing me say it. If I'm in a relationship with you Technically, you should still be on the lookout for your soulmate, for someone better. Honestly. I get what you're saying. I mean, that's that's a funny way of saying it. Right. But I not, get not what you're like, saying. Not like actively going out and meeting new guys, but I'm saying like if you meet someone new. That does that, something more you can't, for you. You can't be like, oh no, I'm, I'm supposed to stay with my boyfriend or whatever. Like, and you're also not supposed to jump ship at the first hot dude you see or whatever. You know what I mean? But well, it's you, deeper than looks is what right, you're saying. Obviously. Yeah. But I'm saying like if you meet someone who makes you happier, it makes you, you know, whatever, you should go there. Don't feel like you have to be bound to this person just because of weird commitment rules. rules or just like, yeah. yeah, it's or you're like, I, th- that doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? No, what you're saying, I think, is an actually a very advanced way of being, which is. And it's not we're talking about relationships, but we're also, in a sense, talking about how you can live life, which is like, just because you have a certain job or a certain situation, it's about not settling, like knowing that you deserve to be happy. And even if you went to school for four years and you're teaching like I did, if it's not doing it for you, not just being like, oh, but I paid the money to do this, I have to stay. Yeah. Like always living life where you're looking for what fulfills you. Think about think about a job, okay? A job to me is way less significant than someone you're going to spend your life together with. You're someone you're gonna possibly marry one day, or someone you dedicate most of your time to. A relationship is more important than that, right? Or more time consuming, I'll say, or whatever. Your job, you have no problem with your job being at your job and feeling like you would love to go somewhere better. 
you would if you find something better, yeah, I'm gonna go on it. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on that opportunity. Why, why would you, why would that be okay? And with the relationship, that's not okay. You're supposed to find the best the best thing possible for yourself. You're not supposed to find the first thing that's like all right, and then just do that. You know what I mean? That that, yeah. that makes no sense to me. Uh, like, and obviously, all this is like easier said than done, but. That's just the truth. You know what I mean? And that's a hard thing for people to swallow because their whole lives they're mm-hmm. you know, led to believe that you meet someone, you fall in love, and you're supposed to even though it's not working, you're supposed to, you know, fight it out and just whatever. We can work on this or whatever. Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes yes it is. Obviously, like I'm not trying to pick a, paint a picture of like, oh, every relationship has to be perfect. No fighting. You guys are always laughing. Ha ha ha. No, that's never going to happen. What I'm saying is deep down, you know that this isn't the thing. Obviously, if you love someone and, it's, and you think it's worth it, you fight for that. Obviously. No question. I'm not saying jump ship if shit starts to go bad. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, but I am saying that if you meet someone who you feel is... Uh, you know, better, not better looking, but just a better partner, better suited for you, more compatible uh, as a, whatever, a life partner. It makes zero sense to be like, uh, no, I already got, I already got this. You know, like that, what is that? That makes no fucking sense. Yeah. No, I hear you. First of all, I want to say, you were saying this a bit ago. Um, I do kind of believe in fate a bit in terms of the soulmate thing, kind of, but that doesn't mean you have one soulmate or whatever. Although sometimes you might, I think there is a such thing as fate or people that you're going to meet that actually teach you such deep lessons when you meet them. And I think ultimately with what you're just saying is like, you know, this is all, I feel like life is about going deeper and deeper within yourself and people get so attached, like, Oh, the right partner is going to make me feel more alive or it's going to fill this, this void. And really, with anyone you're dating or any job you have, it's really about just finding out what you want to do with your life. And you can't rely on someone else to make you either feel more alive or to fix your sadness. Like if you go into a relationship, putting that on the other person, it's going to fail, you know, because no one can fix you, whether it's sadness you're looking to fix or excitement, you have to be the one to go out there and make your life what you want it to be. And a great partnership is where you're both these individuals where you've made your lives pretty great and you have this foundation within yourself and then together you're able to dance with each other already with that foundation. Yeah, I I um I just think that like here's what would bother me more. Like breakups are tough things, obviously. But it would like devastate me if one of my exes didn't want to speak to me ever again. Like that would devastate me. Even today, if they like hit me up and were like, don't talk to me ever again, I would be fucking like devastated. Like what? Aww. You know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> what did I do? Not, not even, but it's just, kind of, I mean, maybe not today. Like after a while, it's just kind of like, you know, I would still be kind of like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? And I would try to make that better as soon as possible. And I would do everything I could because it would fucking eat me up. Um I don't like to be that guy or like hated or whatever. Uh, to me, if I'm dating someone and I fall in love with you, I'm bound to you for life. Like we could break up, but it's not like I'm not, 
I wish I could live in a world where it's like, and obviously, like I said, this is easier said than done, but it's like you could break up, but still talk to that person, but just realize that it's just not meant to be. In that you know way. what I mean? Like, I, I, you know, we're still on our search. Let's not fucking sit here and pretend like, are we going to fucking try to work on this for 20 years or whatever? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, it's just, I wish that could happen because I see some, one of my, my one of my friends. But what if you talk to an ex? I mean, you're in a relationship now where you love Sammy. So obviously not you, but what if you were single and then you, you know, got back in touch with an ex and those strong feelings were still there. What would you do in that case? Would you think, Oh, maybe we can work it out now. Or would you be like, Oh, we tried it. Didn't work. Never can work. Like what would be your mentality there? Um, because I think people can change. I think people can heal and change. Yeah, it's. Just, I think it, it. It really depends. Personally, right now, I can honestly say that all my exes, I wouldn't. I don't think at all I would get those feelings back. You know what I mean? Because I think you you learn from that, and I don't think they would get them back from me either. You know what I mean? And and you know I've had great times with these people, but once you know that it's not meant to be, it's like. You know, we just, we're, we're attracted to each other and we like each other. We love each other. You know what I mean? But sometimes that's not enough. There's, there's, there's a it factor that, you know, if, if we had it, you know, it, it would have been whatever. I, I don't know. What I'm no, I get what you're saying. It's Unless you were in like third grade and shit. You right. know what I mean? That's not what I'm talking about. No, I think, I think it's really hard. I think in most cases when you break up, um, it probably can't work again. There was something innately just quote unquote off about that combination. But I also it, think it, dep- it depends what the, what the reason is. Honestly, people like a, I don't know how to explain this, but I don't know. It, I, to me, it really depends because I know a couple personally. Wow. My voice just cracked. I know a couple personally that has broken up twice or three times and I know they're getting married. Like they've been together like eight years. Are they a good match? Yeah. They're, okay. I can't imagine them being with anybody else. Like it wouldn't make sense. Uh, but yeah, but like shit happens. You know what I mean? And I feel like some people do the breakup thing as like, a. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just, it's, you take well, you, you, you take know Mike Cannon. You remember Mike Cannon? Yeah. Him, him and his wife Nicole. They're like an amazing couple, and um, I mean they broke up very young, but like they've been dating since they were ten, basically on and off. And they broke up and then came back together, and they're amazing. You know, so it's like right. I guess it, there's it no really, formula. It depends why you guys break up. Yeah, like if it's like fighting shit, like that's an easy like don't go back there. Like because if you're fighting with someone constantly. Uh, that that's hard to change, you know what I mean? That's just a mentality that is instilled in a person forever. Honestly, it's, you want, I guess, but like, but like you, you have a a certain personality. If if you're willing to fight with someone all the time, you have a strong personality. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not going to back down because someone's yelling at you or whatever. And I don't. Th- back those down. two <laughs> things, like if if they just don't work, they don't work. You know, it just it depends on uh, it depends on what it is. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's hard because it's, everything is so individualized to even predict it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, we could right now talk about the formula to to it, but I'm sure there've been tons of couples who've broken up and then now they're together and they work through their issues and they're amazing. Right. And then there are some where it's like 
yeah, they broke up because it just doesn't work. Right. And that, I mean, it's just like, that is, is tough because, especially for me, I mean, I've gone through those breakups before where it's like, this doesn't work, but still love each other and care about each other. You know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, thank God it's like worked out. It's never been like, oh, what if or whatever. It's not like been like that. It's kind of just like we acknowledge it. We acknowledge the fact that, yes, I am attracted to you. Yes, I love you. But I'm happy to see you doing your thing. And I'm not like missing our time together. I'd love to hang out and just like whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's just how it is though. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Like if I, if I like, and people talk about hooking up with their ex or whatever, as long as you're on the same wavelength, I don't really see a problem with that. You know what I mean? Because as long as you're keeping it all the way real, the reason why that, that stereotype exists is because people don't. It's like you break up for some, because you guys were fighting, and then you don't talk to her for a couple months, and then you see her at her bar, and you know you guys have a good conversation, and then two weeks later you guys have sex, and then, you're, and then uh, what's going to happen? That, like, as long as you're open, you're having the conversation and being real with them and being like, listen, I just think this isn't working and I love you and care about you. And like, there's that understanding there, but I don't think there is for most breakups. It's kind of just like a fucking harsh end to shit. And they don't have that conversation because if, if you did, then you would understand there would be that understanding that, um, you know, this isn't going to work ever. Like you're not the one, but you're a person that I am attracted to and who, and that I, I love as a person. I'm not in love with you. I love you as a person and you are attractive if we were both drunk in a bar, what, like you're not going to hook up with someone who did that? Like you're just not going to do it because you're like, oh, I know where this goes. But if you guys are on the, uh, have that understanding, where's it going to go? Yeah, I think it's hard. Like, you know, my last big relationship was with Tim and I still have feelings there. You know what I mean? And like, but I don't know if I could ever have like casual sex with him. Do you get what I'm saying? I think once like, once a bond's been made, you know, like once you have a relationship with a person, I think trying to like, I don't know even if this is what you're saying, but like trying to like even just approach that casually, it's like you're either going to go back into that. And I think to go back into something that you already had something intense with, you have to have changed in some way or done like healing work or something. Mm-hmm. But I think you also can't, like a lot of people do that when they break up with their ex right away. They do that like trickle sex with an ex because it's hard to say goodbye. And um, I think it like I think once you've had that real intensity to a relationship, it's very hard to have more of a casual sex thing with them. Almost impossible, I think. I'm sure some people have done it, of course, but I don't know. And I'm not saying I want to have sex with my exes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like when you think of the idea of that, it's good. No, no what? No, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it like you would have to force yourself to not. Is what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? No. You, so someone who you were previously involved with, who you had sex with regularly, who you find very attractive. Still. I'm just saying in general. In general. Because there, I have some exes who are really good looking, but I don't have that drive anymore. Like for me, someone could be good looking and I can find them attractive. But like, I'm talking about the pull where it's like those feelings still. I'm more talking about just like just the attractive physically. Yeah. Just like a fun fucking fun night. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And like, yes. there's, the, of, of course, there has to be that understanding of like, we're not going back there. It's just kind of like a thing. But it's, but what I'm saying is like, obviously, you would want to do that, but you will, you would, you have to force yourself to not. You yeah. know what I mean? And I would never do that if I thought, like, I would never ever hook up with an ex if I thought that, if, if like, okay. I would never hook up with an ex if I didn't have those feelings and I thought they might. I yeah. would never do that. It would have to be out in the open, that would clear be as day that we both are just kind of like, you know, we know what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that, not saying that I would like actively try to do that, you know, if I became single because like I wouldn't. I wouldn't like actively be like, well, going to hit up an ex now. Like, no, I would not do that. Yeah, you don't seem like that. No. But I would hope that you would, you know, well, first of all, I hope you and Sammy don't break up. But if you did, I would hope that you would take time to mourn it. I'm such oh, a... Oh, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, breakups are tough. I'm uh, I'm not trying to sit here and, and make it seem like... Breakups are break awful. Up, uh, you break up and you're like, it's cool now. Like, no. It's... Have you ever gone through a bad breakup? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, 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 it's heartbreak. Sucks. Just, it's like, it's like a death for real. Yeah. It's, um... I, I, I more, it, it depends. It, it really, it, it depends. It, it's, it, it's, it's bad, but it honestly, I swear to God, I think the part that bothers me the most is like, are we just never going to talk again? Oh, see, I don't normally get like that because I am friends with a lot of my exes. Like yeah. we're cool. There was one girl in particular who I, who I was dating for a long time and, and we like stopped talking and then there was like a five, six month period where we didn't talk at all. And then when we did speak, it was like awesome. You know what I mean? Like, like a nice catch up. Of yeah, like- it was like good. And then we were able to just be friends for so long. And she was dating people and I was dating people. And it was like, it was cool. Like it was totally fine. You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't have that. I have know, that with some exes, but like, you know, for the ones that are like really heartbreaking, I think it's, it's so sad when two people are so in love, but just can't figure out how to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe they can't, maybe it's just because they're innately different. Um, or who knows why, but it's like, it's, it's such a heartbreaking thing. And of course there are a lot of heartbreaking things in life, but that to me like brings me right into just how life can sometimes just be fucking sad and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, cause I have a tendency to not want to accept some of the horrific things that happen in life, you know, like the recent hor- horrific cop shooting thing and just wars going on. And I think sometimes like breakups bring me right into that kind of pain of just like, wow, sometimes life is just fucked. Like you can be as hopeful as you want. You can do everything you can. It can try to control life, but sometimes really fucked up, sad things happen. Yeah. And, but See, that's why at the same time, I understand why that's upsetting, why breakups are upsetting. However, I feel like I would, I take them a lot better knowing that this person isn't going to disappear off the the face of the earth. I can still hit them up if I need, if I want to talk to them. I almost act like it's a death where I'm never going to see them again. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't allow myself to possessive than you are though too. Yeah. I'm not really possessive because I'm all about like, if I, like I, Anyone I love, I want them to do well. I want them to do the best they can. As and 
I'm selfish in the fact that I just all I want you to do is keep in touch. I just want you to to always I want you to to know that like I'm here. Like whatever you want, like I'll drive there if you need me, like whatever. And I feel like for the most part the girls who I was really involved in, they know that. And I like I I mean I hope that they know that that like if they really needed help, they could be like, yo, I need blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, because I care about that person. A lot of people have relationships, though, where they don't get to that point and they break up. I'm not saying those people. Yeah. People you really care about and you spend time with, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you still love them and care about them. Right. And, it's, and, and you know, when I had that happen to me where the girl was like, we're not doing this anymore. Yes, I was upset. But at the same time, I was like, She's not disappearing and we can, we, you know, we can still get to the point where we can be friends because especially if she's breaking up with me, then I know, like I would be the one in that, that I would be the one in that situation that would be like trying to make it work again. But if I'm cool with it being done and me being friends, like I get over that part, like however long that takes and I get over that part and I'm like, I'm cool with being friends. Like I'm down. Like let's just be friends. Like I, I, like that's it. You know what I mean? I'm able to do that. Yeah. But a lot of people aren't, um, for whatever reason. But I feel like I'm wired differently in that aspect because I'm just like, as long as like, we can still like I can still you we can still share our lives together, just not intimately. Yeah. Which is fine because I don't even hold that in that high of regard, honestly. Well, you're such an independent person in general. You really are like, and, and I've always so much honored how not just independent, but, um, what would be like a cool headed almost that you are like, you're really not, it's, it's hard to get you really riled up emotionally. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Joe, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, text, no, text. I think, I think it is. There's certain things like, I think we talked about this on a podcast. There's only like a few things that would really, really upset me. Right. No, nothing directed towards me would really upset me though it, it would it more has to do with other people around me like my family and friends right. and stuff like that stuff would well you devastate. care so much about your family so like if yeah yeah well no that makes sense obviously but i'm saying like you know you're very mature and and calm and in a really cool way like it's very grounded like you seem very rooted into the earth in that way whereas like you know, I'm, tr- I, I'm trying to be as grounded as I can be, but I'm also like so romantic to the point of sometimes it might not be in fantasy. I mean, it might be in fantasy. Like, like I get so like, and who knows, or maybe it is still reality, but like I get devastated by certain things. Like if I think I'm going to marry a person and it doesn't work out, like I'm just like, ah, oh, and like you might not even get to that place. You know what I mean? Like, like I could, fa- I fall in love so fast and then I'm like, oh my God, we're going to be together forever. Like, I think you're way more paced about that thing. And you also just have this mentality, like I'm going to be okay no matter what. And of course I know that, but there's still a part of me that's like, I'm not going to be okay without this person. I, so like I said, my I I don't hold, you know, sex probably higher than, like, I don't hold it that high. Really? I really don't. Like, I don't hold it that high. Like, it's not that big of a deal to you? It's not that important to me. What does that mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, you don't even need to have it that much? No, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying that I don't have to have it, but I don't hold it, like, 
let me explain. It, it, it ties into what I was saying before about as long as you just stay in my life, right? Because I'm all about the connection. Like yeah. I like having a connection with people and them knowing how I feel about them and like, you know, they know I love them and they, I know that they love me. I can feel that. That to me is better than like sex, which I, I, when you're in love with someone, obviously it, that comes through whatever, but yeah. I'm the reason why I'm not possessive is because I enjoy that more. The fact that you just know, that's and beautiful. I know, you know what I mean? Because that, and that's why as long we can break up, but as long as you know how I feel and I know how you feel and that doesn't change, I'm cool. I would be devastated if she, if, if out of nowhere, you know, my girlfriend was like, fuck you, dude. Like <laughs> you're fucking corny and like, fuck you. And Can you just imagine like, if she did that? And walked up like, I, like most dudes would be like, yo, fuck you. You fucking like, I, I would be like, fuck, like, why are you like, I'd be upset. You know what I mean? This is yeah. someone I love saying this out of nowhere. I can't but, see that ever happening. Cause you treat, you know, you treat Sammy with so much respect and I'm sure every ex you've had <laughs> or every girlfriend, like I can't see you. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. I can't see you ever doing something that would make a girl be like, fuck you, you're corny. I can't, well, you never know. Yeah, but but I would never like feel, if my relationship is good, like good, and we have sex once a week or, you know, three times a month, I really don't care. It doesn't bother me. As long as that's good. Because it's like, I just don't hold it that high. Like when people talk about you got to Is it like icing on the cake and I'm kind not of a saying, thing? It's not icing on the cake. Like I do think it's necessary. It's an important part of the I'm cake. I'm not saying I don't love it. Like obviously I love it. You want to be a monk. I only you want to chop your dick off. Either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I only have three, sex three times a, day, uh, a month either. Like, uh, But what I am saying is that if it was and it was good, like I'm cool. Like I'm not one of those dudes like we have to have sex more and we're not having sex enough so I'm not doing this. As long as it's good, I'm cool. I'm good. Like the connection is 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 more than anything. I think anyone who's saying otherwise is kind of kidding themselves. You know what I mean? They're putting on a show. Like as long as you know this person, or whatever. I mean, if someone is denying you sex, that's a little alarming, and that would make your relationship not good. But I'm saying if it's great, you both know how we feel about each other. You guys are in love. But and, you're busy. You're for yeah, whatever. You just, yeah. It just wasn't working out. I'm not going to be like, oh no, what's happening? Like I would never do that. You know what I mean? No. First of all, once again, always impressed by your emotional stability. A um, little bit envious, but uh, you know, I love what you're saying about connection in general because I think and I'll, I'll I'm going to talk about it in a bit of a spiritual way which maybe you're even saying anyway because connection isn't something you can see physically right. you know it's that feeling and I think because we're all connected on an energetic place and you have stronger bonds with certain people like your family or exes good friends like it really isn't about sex I mean clearly when it comes to your family like you can just feel a strong bond like even with me and you like I could go a year and not talk to you but like the bond we developed from working together and just you and I both just support each other. Do you know what I mean? Like you can yeah. just tell when you meet someone in your life and even if you don't stay in contact with them all the time, you just have each other's back forever, right. you know? And I think that's like a really beautiful thing, just connection. And it's not really something you can see. It's just something you feel. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a bad breakup and for whatever reason that person doesn't want to talk to you, you know, you're always going to have that connection. If, if, if I had a bad breakup and someone didn't want to talk to me anymore, I would still try to stalk them, even if, I, in their bushes. even if they were in the wrong, 
and they didn't want to talk to me, I would still like try to, I don't know. Like, I feel like, like, would you still try to reach out even if they asked you, like, I need space. If someone asks me if they need space, I'm not going to reach out at all. No, because I, you'll wait until they're ready. Absolutely. Like, and I'll wait months. Like I, I, I'm totally cool with that. Um, because I know how that is. Like when I need space, I need it. Like, like I need space does not mean try harder. I'm not, you know, one of those people that's just like, sometimes I am, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like, you know, I, I didn't talk to Tim for like eight or nine months cause I needed space, but a part of me was like, try harder. You know what I mean? He yeah. didn't reach out, but there was a part of me that's like, that meant write me fucking songs, right. poetry, you know, but at the end of the day, I am happy that, that my space was respected because I think that's huge. If someone says I need space, I think it's a good thing yeah. to give it. Um, I've had a close friend who didn't talk to me for a year and it was a really tough thing to know what to do. And I did end up emailing them about once a month, just continuously apologizing, not to like invade space, but to let them know that I kept seeing what I did wrong. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think it's interesting, but I don't know how I did this, by the way, I I'm sitting on shows. She's on the recliner. I'm on a recliner and I just lean back back and it's fine. I'll just enjoy the fact that I can kick my feet up, (laughs) but like, I didn't mean for it to happen. So it kind of just threw me off. I have so many bruises on my legs. Yeah, what's going on there? I don't. Well, first of all, I've always been a, a big time bruiser. Like I maybe I'm anemic or something, but I bruise very easily. And um, I shaved my legs for the first time in like two, three months because I started wearing dresses um, for summer. But I'm kind of pissed that I did because I was really enjoying my like full on leg hair. Like I really was. You were enjoying your leg hair. I was like I felt like a badass. Or just like a hairy woman. Badass. I mean, women naturally have hair. Like right now, look at my legs. I feel like I look like a plucked chicken. Look at it. I'm pale. Like before, I just had cute hair on there. It was adorable. I think you look fine. It's just those boots got to go. I love my... <laughs> I'm wearing these combat boots with a dress. I love wearing combat boots. I love these boots. I think they're so cool. They, they remind me of like zombie apocalypse. Jesus. I can't believe I don't like them. I'm so it insulted. Looks like you took a mo- motorcycle here. I wish. I would die. If I got a motorcycle, you know, I'd be dead within a week. I, cause I wanted to ride a, Tina. You met Tina. Tina and I both wanted to get motorcycles for a bit there and learn how to ride them. She's, she's a ride or die. She's my ride or die bitch. And, oh, uh, God. but I knew I was like, there's no fucking way I'll, I'd kill myself. My ex-husband had a motorcycle. Like when we first met, I will never get on a motorcycle ever. You've never been on one. And I never will. They're terrifying. I know four people who have died on motorcycles. Really? And that's why I'll never get on one. Well, that's smart. I was terrified. I stopped writing it once I got pregnant. I was like, I'm not writing this pregnant. Um, it was really fun. Like you feel really alive. The wind goes through you. You know, I'm kind of a danger baby. But uh, but once I got pregnant, I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not risking it. But um, there is a part of me that likes the thought of like motorcycles and just, I think, danger in general. <laughs> I know it sounds funny saying it it's like, like that. James Bond. I just like, I like, I like living danger. life. I like living life to its fullest. Like I like feeling fully alive and just always pushing the band. Like even when I started rapping, like, I was really nervous, you know, to the first time I did it on stage, I did it. My funny one as part of like my comedy routine. And I was like, my heart started pounding and I was like, I can't believe I'm about to rap, you know, but I like pushing myself. So if I get that nervous feeling and it's in a good way, I'm like, all right, go for it. I mean, I feel like you have to do that. Everyone has to do that. You have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. and Well, so many people stop, right? They, they get to a place of comfort. 
things that make them feel comfortable yeah, and then they don't want to confident like, i think yeah. that's what the root of everything like all my mentalities come from the amount of confidence i have and i think that was just kind of instilled in me at a by who age. how how did you get so confident um i feel like i was just i was always been i've always been like a leader you know what i mean i have a lot of like leadership qualities i'm not really influenced by everyone and I'm not going to just do something because everyone's doing it. Like I, I innately, I just don't do that. And, um, I think when you are like that, especially as a kid, people see that as it's powerful and people are like, okay, I'm going to follow this kid. He knows what he's doing. He, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about and he's going to do this, whatever I'm going to. So with that kind of brings confidence. Cause you're like, okay, people are counting on me so I have to know what the hell I'm doing or something. Yeah. I guess it's all like innate. It's hard to verbalize it. But also, you know, at a young age, me and my dad used to butt heads all the time and he would threaten to kick me out or he would kick me out and not let me in and fucking do other shit like that. But (laughs) I always would tell him like, yo, you could kick me out. Like, I'll be fine. Like, I'll figure it out. Are you kidding me? Like, 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 and I honestly, I didn't say that to throw it in his face like i would say it because i believed it like i always felt like dude if you kick me out that's light work yeah like i'll, be I'll fine, start dude. a business <laughs> no but just like anything like i, I you're very you're very capable you I are always felt that way except for one time one time and it fucking killed me so that's why i can't even imagine being anything other than confident in everything that i do because there was one moment in my entire life the only moment that i can remember that I was like, fuck, like I questioned myself, which I never do. I'm always just like, you know it more than anyone. Even if I don't, I'm like, well, my guess is better than what the fuck they know or whatever, you know? Um, Like my intuition's better than whatever information you have. But there was one moment where I like dropped out of college. I didn't have a job and all my friends were away at school. And this is like my, I was supposed to be a sophomore and some of my friends are younger than me. So everyone's away at college and shit. And, you know, everyone, and and my mom was just trying to like, you know, my parents were really supportive in the fact that like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to college. And they're like, okay, like, but you have to figure it out. And they like gave me time to figure it out. Probably too much time, honestly. But they, um, my mom, not to be mean, but she was like, you know, all your friends are away at college and, you know, they're trying to build something and you aren't, you're like not even trying you know what I mean? So then I remember being in the front yard and like I was just kind of, it was real dramatic too because I was like looking up at the sky and shit and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I was just completely comfortable, I guess, not doing anything. And, and not God realizing. was like, you will have four million Facebook followers. <laughs> Follow your heart. No, but I, I honestly, I was like, I like broke down crying because I was really? just like, it was the only moment that I was like unsure of myself for as long as I can remember like deep down unsure like oh no what if i'm wrong right because then that makes you question your entire life before you and your future life like have i just been faking it this entire time like i'm not this person that i projected am i just like completely like a different person like that's why i don't get when people put on these facades or like and they try to act like someone else like i could never do that like it's like weird to me yeah i can't be that guy i'm sorry i'm not gonna be that guy but that was the one time that i was like fuck am i was i just like kidding myself these fucking last 18 years like am i just this fucking like i don't like i'm a fuck like you know what i mean for a second but it didn't last long like it probably lasted like 
a day. And then after that, I was like, fuck that. Like, I know what I got to do. And, and here you are. Well, you're still going. Yeah. Over time. Well, it took, you know, it took a lot of risks for you to get here. And I talk about it to some people, you know, if I'm giving a tower reading and cause you know, I, I very clearly remember that story you tell me about having the anxiety attack, you know, about to go into your college and, and just being like, I don't want to do this. And it was a big risk for you to not, you didn't really know, like you were already making the videos, but you didn't know what it was going to become. And I tell people that when I'm like, that's what I'm saying about like listening to your body, you know, and I know not everyone can do that dramatic of a turn that you were able to do, you know, like if they are supporting a family, they can't just go, okay, I quit my job tomorrow. I was lucky. I was fortunate enough that I was 18 years old and my parents were like giving me time to figure it out. But parents do that, which is fine. But if they're going to give you that time, you fucking use it. Like people don't get that luxury. You know what I mean? So that's what I tell people all the time. Like, dude, you, your parents are still paying for all your shit and you're comfortable with your just regular ass job that you know is not your career for the rest of your life get moving like do it you know what i mean like yeah do something even if it's n- even if it's like something small at least pursue you can't just be you can't just do nothing you can't just do like having a job <laughs> i went to lean back i forgot it was leaned all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> having a job that's not your career that you don't think is your career what you're gonna do for the rest of your life to me is nothing that's just routine it's part of your routine you wake up you go to that job what about your aspirations, aspirations and dreams. Like, are you not going to act on that at all? Like any fucking day of your life? Like, I understand like taking time to figure it out and just, you know, whatever, but fucking figure it out. Do something like with me, I was doing nothing technically too. For a year of my life, I didn't have a job or go to school. I was just nothing, nothing. But then I got a job and I, I mean, I was doing the YouTube videos, but again, I had a job and I was doing the YouTube videos, but the job to me was nothing. The YouTube videos, I was like, this is something. At least I'm chasing this. Yeah. I'm trying to build something. You know what I mean? There is an end goal goal to this. When you go up to your job that's not your career, that's it. That's all it's going to be. That's all you're going to do. You're a cashier. You're a cashier forever. Maybe you get promoted to manager, whatever. Maybe. But still, it's still the same idea. that that's, You're just going to stay that. And you're, you're comfortable with that? No. Obviously, everyone wants to succeed and they want to be these great things and shit. So, like, get fucking moving. Don't be like, oh, I have a good job and I'm only 18, I'm only, I'm, I'm, I'm 17 years old so I can have this job and just work this and I'll go to college and after college I'll figure it out. No, you're not, dude. People are getting out of college. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They go right back to the job that you had. Like, get moving now. Especially if you're younger. You're at a, an, an advantage you have the luxury of time. You're 17 years old. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your time and no one's going to call you like dumb or anything. If you were fucking 40 and you're like, fuck it, now I'm going to start doing YouTube videos. People are going to be like, dude, you have kids, a job, a mortgage. You don't have time to do that. You're 17. Don't feel like I have a cashier job or I just have a good job. I'm making $30,000 a year doing this. You're not going to do that forever, dude. Figure it out. What do you want to fucking do? You're making me laugh. You're, you're becoming a motivational speaker. It's great, but you're like so passionate about it. But I you're am. right. This is what I'm most passionate about. Seize your about. fucking life. No, it's true. It's like, go for your dreams. Do not listen, give in. And listen, I know everyone thinks that I'm like this 
successful whatever you want to say. I'm not even a hard worker. I can honestly say that. I'm not even a hard worker. I'm really not. I'm really not a hard worker. I promise you, if there was a camera connected to <laughs> Just me, you 24, right now, I'm not a hard I'm worker. Not, I'm so not. Funny and my, to my me. family knows it. There's, there, there's. I probably have the worst work ethic out of anyone. But that's what's so brilliant in my is family. You've made a huge career over a work ethic that works for you. But it's not even a work ethic. The only thing that I did that other people don't it do is, is a work do ethic, it. Joe. You no, know why? Because you stuck with it. No, you. Okay, you're no, an idiot. Yeah, right, you're because right. you you're stuck right with, with that. it. I'm. I am persistent. Yes, and that's huge. And I'm confident. But and you do you put work into your editing of the videos. I get it. You're, you're I don't though. I wait. It. I wait until Tuesday to do it. I could. But I could crank out five it. every week. Joe, you still do it. Do you understand? I started doing those no, YouTube videos I and I gave up because I didn't have that persistence for that. Okay, I do have that. But I'm saying, as far as working and putting the time in, I could be putting in way more time. If I'm being completely honest with myself, I could be putting in way more time into into whatever. Do I think I work hard? I don't. Other people see me work and they say, oh, you're a hard worker. I don't think I am because I come from a family of hard workers. Like, fucking, you know what I mean? My dad was a fireman. Mm -hmm. He would come home. He had his own construction company. And then he had another fucking job. Like that, you're working hard. You're not, you're not making excuses like, I'm tired. I have this. I have that. Some days I'll just wake up and just fucking sit here like a piece of shit. But it looks like I'm out here just yeah, but that's grinding beautiful. every day. Of t- totally. And I get what you're saying. But like, I'm trying to build a life for me. Like, I think these dance parties are going to get really big. And, you know, it's going to happen like once or twice a month. But I'm trying to create. I'm, listen, I work hard, but I'm also trying to cl- create a life where I get to relax and like go on vacations and go on trips, you know. So I think it's important that, you know, part of living your dream and creating it. And so you can have that kind of life where oh, yeah. you also have built in time to just enjoy yeah, your life. There's no reason to, to build anything if you're not going to take the time to enjoy it, obviously. Exactly. Of course. But what I'm saying is someone who, like I'm saying, I don't think I am a hard worker. It's very hard for me. Even when I had I a do, job. It's, That's your opinion. It's very hard for me to work nine to five. Like, oh yeah, no, I can't. I I, I literally can't I would work for two hours mind. in a row. I can't work for two hours in a row. Can't do it. We just did what two podcasts today, and I'm like shot. <laughs> I'm like so <laughs> tired. I'm like I'm ready to take a nap. I'm also starving, by the way. I know you have other stuff you want to say, but I needed to to say that I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry too, but I'm good. Starving. Uh, the rest of the podcast, we just talk about how hungry we are. Sorry, you got. I really want ice you're, cream. You're right impassioned. Now. I could have ice cream. I could eat anything right now. I'm yeah. so fucking hungry. But all I'm trying to say is like, especially if you're younger, you have the luxury of time to get a side and job even if or you're something, older, no, no matter what age, you can follow your dream. No, but I'm saying I especially when you're, when you're younger. Yes. Especially when you're younger because it's easier. You have all the time in the world. You go to school, you come home, you do fucking nothing. You, you want to just sit on Instagram and scroll you have to do your homework. Like, what the fuck kind of dumb excuse is that? At least when you're older, you have responsibilities. You have children to look after. It's harder to do it then. Can you do it then? Absolutely. Obviously. You can do it. Obviously. It's harder, though. Way harder. When you're fucking 17, you're still in high school, and you only have to worry about, and you have from 3 o'clock till midnight, you have those fucking nine hours you, you, you could do anything with that amount of time. Are you going to waste it? Or just be ahead of everybody by the time you're 21. Don't feel like you're going Joe, to college. Joe, is that a camera? What is that? That is a pet cam. 
A pet cam? Yeah. <laughs> for my dog. So you can watch Charlie? Yeah, when I'm not here. It's is it on right now? No. Oh, I just looked up. I was like, oh, Joe's a fucking creep. No, I'm not recording you, Kate. <laughs> it would be the most boring. You just watch our podcast live? No. <laughs> I actually used that today because I went into the city and I took an Uber. And when I got out of the Uber, I couldn't find my keys. And then I was like, did I even take my keys? And then I put the pet cam on and they were <laughs> hanging right there. I was like, oh, okay. I'm tired and I'm hungry. <laughs> We should wrap this up. I need ice cream. I'm so hungry. You didn't even eat a regular meal, though, have you? I did. I ate right before I came here. Wait, so you came from your home? You, you're you not like, you no, don't I always stay from, here? I came from, uh, like, what's your home? Is this your home this now? This is my home. I live here. Okay. Yeah. How here often every- are you at your mom's, though? Uh, I don't sleep there. I'll sleep there, like, on the weekends if if I drive on Where Friday. Where does Sammy come when you bang? Do you bang in this house now? Yeah. Why would I bang at my mom's house? I don't know. Maybe, don't you got, maybe you're into some weird shit. You're like, yo. No. I want my mom to hear. No, I don't. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, I, if I drive there during the day and then I'm like, oh, I'm going out and I go out at night and I'm drunk, then I'll sleep in my mom's, which funny enough, I sleep in her bed with her. Do you really? Yeah. And the dogs. Uh, Your mom's great. She is. She's a saint. But those are, that's the only time I, I stay there overnight. But I still don't like the that she hit you. Hang out I still shit. don't like the hitting thing, but I love your mom. <laughs> I just need to make that clear. Big fan of her, though. I'm a big fan of your whole family. Got a really good family. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. I remember that when, when, uh, when your sister and your mom came on the podcast and like it was like me versus the three of you. That was so intense. Yeah, well... But you know what I liked about it is that we were all able, like, I felt like I was part of the family. Like, we were all able to disagree. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's like they had just really met me, and we were all kind of having this, like, disagreement, but it was with so much love. Like, it, do you know what I mean? Like, that's how you know you're with good people is when you don't have to agree on something, but you still all are, like, really cool with each other. Yeah. Because not everyone can be like that. Like, that's a big problem in society. It's like, if you don't agree with me, you're automatically my enemy. And it's like, yo, you're allowed to, like, not have the same opinion and uh, still ultimately no be really cool with each other. Family. Happens. Well, all right. Uh, Joe, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Sanagato. Or Facebook, on YouTube. Everything the basement is yard. Just find Yeah, it. just find him. He's there. <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> Motherless.com. <laughs> <That's the other. laughs> Don't check that. I should not have plugged that. Um, and uh, guys, well, first of all, this is coming out the day of Break Free. So if you're listening, come out, dance. Tickets are on Eventbrite. The most amazing hip-hop dance party. Joe Sanagato said he will not be there. Word Why? Up. You don't like to dance? I like to dance. Seriously? First, you could bring like Sammy to, and like, dance no, your I, asses off. I like to dance in environments where I'm not pressured to dance. That is, a pre- that is a dance pressure environment. No, but it's not. Like some people come and they just sit. Do you know what I mean? And wa- it's a crazy thing to watch. But I know you and you would force I would me. not. No, no Tina's going to be there. No, you bullshit like, Joe, you just need to be free and just let yourself. And I'd be like, okay, please stop. <laughs> I wouldn't. You would. I don't you think do I'd. it. I'm doing it. Na- I wouldn't. First of all, at the dance fucking thing, I'm in my zone. Okay. Twerking Tina's coming. She's like my favorite dance partner. Yeah. I'm going to be twerking on the floor. Like I'm going to be in the zone. And do you remember Usama? Remember when Usama and him. Phil, came? yeah, Usama's coming. He, he has the best, like him and I go crazy. He's going to be beatboxing and I'm going to rap over it. 
He's amazing. So he's going to be there. And then uh, Chike, who's this other amazing comic, who's crazy. Like, it's going to be a crazy fucking party. It's going to be so fun. No pressure to come, but I think you'd have fun. Um, anyway, so that's uh, the day that this comes out, the 29th. And, oh, Dragon Sorcery at New York Comedy Club is July 12th. Um, oh, Joe, if you ever want to do Dragon Sorcery, I don't know if you'd ever want to. It's normally stand-up comics, but I feel like you could come on. So for 10 minutes, you would tell like a funny story, and then you'd sit with me for 10 minutes, and I'd read your cards on stage. So if you ever feel like doing that at New York Comedy Club, let me know, and I'll book Dra- you. Dragon Sorcery? Yeah, because I'm the Dragon Sorceress. Jesus. Yeah. I loved when, when you decided to leave the podcast and then I showed you the new thing. It's just like, it was so, you're like, oh my God. It's like a dragon. A dragon and then lasers coming out. It was just such a funny change from when you left. I was like, all right, I'm going to fully embrace <laughs> who I am. Let's go. All right. Well, Joe, I love you. I'm happy you came on. You're my friend forever. We're bonded forever. Let's not go that far. <laughs> Well, the next life we can we can all come back as um maybe ants. Ants are pretty cool. We should end this before you say some other shit. All right, I'm I'm so hungry. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.